Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm your host and I am the Clydesdale. We like to do fitness and these are my friends. Uh, so we have Kat and Amy as always. And this week we have Lauren Tate, who was coaching some athletes up at the Pitt Fitness Ranch uh, for their team championship. And so we brought her on to get her impressions of how that competition went and kind of the general vibe as to how it went. So Lauren, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So let's dive in. So this was held, I think, right on the border of Michigan and Indiana. Yeah, in a, in a wonderful town called Three Rivers, Michigan. I actually, growing up in Indiana, I've never made my way to Three Rivers. So this was a, this was a first time for me. And you work for Brute Strength? Yes, yes, I do. I'm the um, in-house mental performance coach for Brute. Is that your primary job or do you do other things as well? Yeah, I do a couple of other things, but they all relate around mental performance coaching. Um, I work for Brute, obviously, as a mental performance coach, and then I own my own company where I mainly focus around mental performance coaching as well. And I also co-own um, a company called Limitless Coaching, which is based out of London um, with a wonderful woman named Emma Hackett, and her and I together create purposeful content to be able to give back to athletes in and out of uh, the CrossFit realm. So in your other two companies, does it center around athletes specifically or all facets of life? Uh, I Definitely all facets of life, but my niche, if you will, is definitely um, athletes because I've been one my whole life and, and I still am one. So that's just a group of individuals that I can connect very well with, but I do do a lot of things um, with people in the business realm and also just in life in general. That's really awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So up in Three Rivers, Michigan, uh, you got together on a ranch, um, and yeah. it looked it looked very much like the ranch in Aromas, um, yeah. with the pictures I saw on Instagram. So is that the general vibe and feel that happened up there? You know, I've actually never been out to California, but this vibe right when I pulled up, I was like, this is really cool. I mean, being from Indiana, growing up you know, around cornfields and farm animals. And, you know, I'm definitely not a city girl. I felt at home and it was really neat to pull up and just see all of this like OG. It was just an OG vibe to what I'm assuming CrossFit was back in, you know, um, right in the, in the beginning years, right back out there in California. So 
that was really neat. Um, you know, it was, there actually is a gym there. Um, triple three CrossFit, I believe is what it's called. So they do have this really beautiful building where it's a wonderful gym space. And they also have a yoga studio. That's where all the athletes went and checked in every morning. And then there was a pond and they had, um, you know, things to do like rope swings and um, just like outside stuff, you know, rope climbs and tire flips and whatever. So it was a really, really, really neat vibe. And especially for teenagers, I think a lot of them really enjoyed that. So let's get into the teenagers themselves. Did it appear yeah. they were having a good time with, with what was going on? Oh yeah. I think honestly, and going back to the master's fitness collective championship that I was a part of a couple of weeks ago, athletes right now are just so grateful to be able to come together and compete. And that was the coolest thing about these teenagers is the last time some of them saw each other was at Wadapalooza and they were all getting excited to go to West coast classic and do all these other things together. And then, you know, the season just kind of got ripped out from under their feet. And, you know, I think it's really important for teenagers to have that bond. Um, especially they need that social connection. I mean, Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, because Wadapalooza was like right at the cusp of when quarantine happened. So, yeah. And that was probably one of the coolest things for me to witness was none of these athletes were necessarily competing against each other. I mean, obviously, three, two, one, go, right? And any athlete wants to beat any athlete. But after, you know, there were tears being shed, hugs being you know, given all the time these athletes, you know, it was like their best friends because this sport of CrossFit, when you start at that age, you have to make a lot of sacrifices. So these teams really get each other. And that was really cool to see, you know, it was almost like summer camp for all of them. They were just all so excited, you know, to be together. Um, and that was a really special experience. I think that all of those teenagers are going to walk away and hold on to for the rest of their life, for sure. Oh. Now, Lauren, did you have the chance to go to the games before as a coach for them or? For Brute? Yeah. Um, well, last year, 2019, was my first time really kind of getting the inside scoop of what a lot of the Brute coaches do. And then I came onto the team essentially a couple months after the games. But while I was there, you know, I got to connect with a lot of the strength and conditioning coaches and, you know, really get behind the scenes and see what those coaches do and how they connect with their athletes um, on and off the competition floor and things like that. So kind of yes and, and kind of kind of no. Did you, did you, were you able to get a sense from the athletes, like how this compared to the games in terms of the look and feel, the vibe and, and the attention? Yeah. Um, you know, not... Not necessarily, you know, I, I didn't really have those, those conversations, but Tudor Magda was one of the athletes that was there. You know, he's, he's a pretty top tier uh, teenage athlete and, you know, from him and just like connecting with him and, and those vibes that I got from my personal athletes, again, I think that they were just so happy to be there. They weren't, they weren't, they didn't really have time to compare it to what would this have been like if it was in Madison, Wisconsin, it was oh my gosh, I can't believe that we're just working out and we're training and we're competing and we're doing all this stuff with all of our friends. And I think anytime teenagers can get some swag, you know, they're happy and they did a phenomenal job. They got two pairs of shoes. They all got branded shirts. They got jump ropes, you know, they got um, grips, um, victory grips and things like that. So I know for me as a teenager, right, 
I was always super stoked if I could just walk away with the t-shirt, let alone a whole goodie bag. Um, so that type of stuff, you know, the pit definitely did the best that they could with, with the situation that they were in, right. To, to give back and make it feel as if it was a true Madison, Wisconsin experience. Yeah. And, and they never ended up getting a title sponsor like a, like a Reebok or somebody to do that for them. They had to do that on their own. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. But I do know that Reebok, bless their heart, they got all of the athletes and the coaches and the family members. They all made Brandis, uh, branded, excuse me, Morris t-shirts and tank tops for all the teenagers to have. And I think that was event. I can't remember what event that was, but they did do the Morris uh, Celebrate Life event. All the athletes wore their Morris Reebok branded branded shirts. Um, and that was a really emotional, but um, spectacular thing to witness all of those athletes just coming together and cheering each other on and doing it for a greater purpose. So I do know that Reebok did donate those shirts, um, on, on behalf of the Morris family, which I thought was really special. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so how were the accommodations? Did you have to stay on site? I know they were trying to form some kind of bubble. Yeah. Um, so the athletes, from my understanding, they had the option to, like I said, it really reminded me of summer camp. So some of the athletes and even their parents, and I know like some of the volunteers, they had the option to stay in these cabins. Um, and it was, it was kind of like half a mile or a mile down the road. I actually never had the opportunity to go there and scope it out because I was just running around doing other things. Um, so you had an option to lodge at these really cool cabins and I, I know that they set them up in a way where it was very you know COVID friendly social distancing friendly only x amount of kids to a cabin and and whatnot but for me um kind of reminded me of the master's fitness collective championship where just hotels were so close it was almost silly that you know nothing has ever been done there before so there were um two hotels that I think the majority of us stayed at but you know there were only 46 athletes so it's not like a lot of people were coming in, you know, maybe there was one parent, a lot of kids had two parents, but there really weren't any outside spectators from my understanding. And from kind of what I witnessed and what I gathered, it was, it was every person there was there for one, for like one child or, you know, um, so yeah, so there were a couple of hotels right around the corner there where, where I stayed and the majority of people stayed if they didn't stay at one of those cabins that they offered up. Well, I know that like, just like the Masters Fitness Collective, the, the pit people didn't have a lot of time to put this together. And so how did, how did they pull it off? Did they have enough volunteers? Did they have enough staff to, to do this? It, it was lucky they only had like 46 athletes, whatever you said. Yeah. Um, you know, now kind of, kind of knowing what it looks like from the back end, um, I understand a little bit better of, how one person might might be able to do like six roles simultaneously and, and kind of get away with it and things like that. But from what I was witnessing and, and what I was seeing, um, there weren't a lot of age groups, right? Where the MFCC was much different. We had, oh gosh, eight or nine age groups. So you had to have, you know, you had to give judges many more breaks and things like that. Where here, you only had maybe two or three heats of one age group and, you know, there were only two age groups. So there definitely was enough staff there um, from, from what I witnessed and what I noticed it never really seemed like there was downtime because they needed to pull in another judge or, you know, what that might look like, or, you know, they needed extra hands to clean the equipment. I um, mean, it, it was very well, well staffed. And, um, you know, 
I think a lot of people, I think that they said they had 150 to 200 volunteers, which was, which, which is a lot. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's definitely appropriate because you want to give your volunteers rest breaks and this whole competition essentially was outside and, you know, it was very nice weather. Um, so, you know, you, you really want to give people those, those breaks to go home or do half days. So not a lot of people are pulling those, uh, 13 to 18 hour days, which, Kat and I are very familiar. What's that? <laughs> What's a break? What? We get a break? Yeah, huh? yeah we get a break. What? <laughs> well, yeah. That's good. So how did your athletes do? Oh my gosh. I'm just going to tear up. I was tearing up the whole time. I never realized how emotional of a coach I was until this past <laughs> weekend. Um, but they did great. And, you know, I was there representing brute strength. So I am just so grateful that Matt Bruce kind of really called me up and was like, hey, you know, your your a uh, decently close drive like what are your thoughts like, oh my gosh yeah I, I'll totally go so you know shout out to Matt Bruce there um my man for for you know helping me come up with the accommodations right and just kind of trusting me to, to represent brute strength in a certain way um but Tudor Magda walked away with first place in his division Chloe Honaker walked away with third in her division and she went into the last event down by one point so her and I had a little debrief, um, you know, mindset talk right before that workout. Like, you know, I know X was your goal, but you know, here's where you're at. And, and it's just one point. So let's like, let's really see what you're capable of. And she ended up almost winning that event um, because she just did not slow down. It was, she pulled off that last event to flawless perfection. And then Grace Lochner, she was essentially the wild card. So she had to fight. Um, to just get into this competition and she walked away with the victory award or the spirit award which essentially is the um oh what's the award at the games the, spirit, um, of the games. spirit of the games yeah spirit of the game yeah. so it was the pits version of spirit of the game awards which they did they did it in a way where they sent out a, a poll or a link to all of the athletes so she actually got voted in by all of her peers there um, and received that award so Brute strength definitely did did well um, this weekend and and made not only you know me proud but everyone else on the team very very proud. So yeah. Yeah, that that's a pretty good weekend. Oh my goodness, very <laughs> very good weekend. I'm just like, is this really happening? Like every single one of my kiddos, right, gets to walk away with something. And competitions, you know, it's much more than a podium. But what they were able to do and the resiliency that all of those teenagers had, you know, they're they're well above their years of being 16, 17 years old. And, you know, a lot of those athletes are right They're They're all very old souls. So it was, it was a really neat bunch to be around uh, for the entire weekend. That's for sure. And after your performance, you'll probably get sent on a lot more road trips now. Oh my God. Well, I hope, <laughs> I hope I'm going to try and bring Kat with me a, a little. A yeah, little there more. you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, if, it's, it's a good time to get on the road and, you know, meet new people and connect with, with the future of the sport. You know, I got to meet a lot of parents and a lot of these teenagers, young, young um, siblings that are want to be just like big brother or big sister. So you can just see how this sport now is like changing the lives of the youth in such a positive way. Um, so that was just really neat for me to be immersed in that entire culture the whole entire weekend. So you've had a unique experience to be at both uh, the Masters Fitness Collective and uh, the, the Teen Championship. Mm-hmm. And rumor is that CrossFit is going to uh, put those out for bid uh, to kind of be their own thing moving forward. 
do you think the two representations that you've been a part of in the last couple of weeks have a good shot at becoming that moving forward uh, as the championships for CrossFit? You know, I, yes. I mean, I think, I think at the end of the day, right, you need to do, you need to kind of really look at the athletes and like what experience they want, because obviously like the MFCC did a phenomenal job and with, with everything that they had in the time that they had and same with the pit, right? They did a phenomenal job. They pulled off this wonderful event for these teens and the MFCC for these masters. But at the end of the day, you think it's important to maybe ask all of the athletes, right? Like how was this versus the environment that Madison might give you and, and why was it better or what, or what was lacking from that? So, you know, I think from my experience there, having it such an intimate group for both masters and then for teens and it just being focused around them personally, as an athlete, I love that. I, but I know a lot of people, they like all of the hoopla and, you know, they like the, all of the sponsors and all of the, you know, vendor village and all of that stuff where, I am much more of a, I want to show up and, and I want to really, really be present without distractions. That's just kind of the type of athlete that I am. Um, and that's why, you know, I predominantly do Olympic weightlifting. It's a very laser focused present sport. Um, but I do think moving forward, all of the parents were very happy and very grateful. And I think all of the masters athletes were very happy and very grateful that there are people out there willing to put together these competitions and it just showcases and and might open doors for other people, right. To, to get creative and to realize, Oh, wow, like this really is a possibility. Um, So I definitely think the future is bright. I'm not quite sure in what way, but I know that I really enjoyed the more intimate laser focused experience for both masters and um, you know, and the teenagers, It, it was all about them. It wasn't about anybody else. And I think it's, I think everyone can kind of agree you put the Michael Jordans of the sport next to people that are still phenomenal, but their name's not known yet. And people are still always going to go, or they feel like they need to go watch Michael Jordan rather than the other two groups. So it was really cool for me to not to just get to know more athletes that have been doing this for so long. And I have rarely heard their name, but they are like watching 65 year olds walk on their hands. Just like these people are doing this. And I was at the games last year and I didn't witness it. Like, why? You know what I mean? So I think for me, I walked away being like, these smaller, um, these smaller competitions, like that, I think they're good. But again, I think you really have to go ask the athletes, what types of experiences really get them excited to make this sport a part of their life and to do it in a competitive sense, because it takes a lot of sacrifice to get to these levels. So my last question for you is that I think for this to be a viable option, uh, to be the championships for these age groups is that they have to be able to live stream. Hmm. Can, <laughs> can, does the um, pit fitness ranch logistically have the capability of live streaming? That is a phenomenal question. I would hope so. I mean, I, <laughs> I would hope to, I don't see why not. Right. Like there was nothing there this weekend that, that said, mm, I don't think live streaming would be an option because we were able to do it at MFCC. And I know nothing about the back end of how that works, how you finance that, what type of people do you need in your corner? But I would imagine, you know, if you get the right people in your corner and, and you go about it in the appropriate way, live streaming, I think should always be able to be an option. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would hope that that competition in the future, if it does continue to evolve and grow and 
you know, it gets bitted out or whatever that might be that they would be able to live stream because it's a really neat setting. And I think a lot of people would, would appreciate how they were able to pull it off and the types of events that they were able to do in that environment. And, and it would be cool to, to showcase throughout the world so people can tune in a little bit more easy. The reason I asked wasn't because I thought you were a, a logistics expert in live streaming. It's because <laughs> from, the, from the pictures, it looks like you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And so you so were it there. Does look like that. You right? were there. But, you kind of know, mm-hmm. is it really that setting or is there the capability? Well, so, yeah, no, you, it looks like you're out in the middle of nowhere, but you know, I turned off of the main like highway, if you will. And it took me, 90 seconds, if that, to pull up to the ranch. So it does have that look of, oh my gosh, you're out in the middle of nowhere. This is 15 miles out just on someone's farm, but the town is very close. I mean, from my hotel to the pit was a four minute drive, three minute drive. So there is a lot of internet nearby that people could come in and figure out how to facilitate it and, and make it work. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm good. You're good? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Lauren, for taking time out and being with us tonight. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Great, great job at the, uh, at the Pitt Fitness Ranch uh, and great coaching and bringing those kids uh, to two victories and the Spirit of the Games Award. Wow. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a handful of a time, uh, but it was, it was fun none, nonetheless, and I hope that they can figure out how to continue you know, to, to make that a possibility for teens moving forward. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your chat. <laughs> nice nice <laughs> talking you. to you. Have a great we'll see night, you later Lauren. Yeah, bye. bye. See ya. You know, I was just thinking that they definitely should be able to live stream that. If they can live stream my son's high school football games every Friday night right now. <laughs> I mean. Are they doing that? Yes. Well, I just asked that question because if you, if you remember back yeah. to when we – uh, interviewed Azariah and Stephanie. Yeah. They said that like they were three miles away from like service or something. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of get, cause it seemed we like everybody's there, phone so. was working all weekend. You know, I yeah. saw tons of, and they did wrap Instagram up shows so. on Instagram. Yeah. looked Like they were in the building. Yeah. And so. our podcast was when we interviewed them, I think they were in that same place, weren't they? Or no, were they, they were at home. someone's house? I think they were in their house, mm-hmm. but well, we want to finish that discussion up just by saying who the winners were one more time, uh, and then we'll move on to some other things. So uh, in the 14, 15-year-old girls, uh, Olivia Kerstetter was the winner, and that's jo- or, uh, Jacob Hepner's athlete that he yep. works with. Uh, 14, 15 boys was Keegan New. It was really hard to figure out his name in the, uh, in the paragraph of the update because it just kept saying new and I'm like, well, new what new. Uh, okay. That's his name. <laughs> and then 16, 17 girls was Mal O'Brien and 16, 17 boys was Tudor Magda and they were the champions. So congratulations to all of them. Uh, we're glad they had a good time and they were the focal point for a competition and got some, at least some Instagram fame uh, over the weekend. Yeah, definitely. It was great. So now we're going to turn it over to Miss Radowski to tell us about her Labor Day workout. 
So I did a Labor Day workout. I did, we always do like a hero workout on, on the holidays. So you never know what it's going to be. I mean, you know, it's always Memorial Day is always Murph or whatnot. But this one was Cars. Have you ever done Cars? Yes. I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's 21, 18, 15, 12, 9, 6, 3 of squat cleans. Double unders, box jumps, nope, nope, deadlifts and box jumps. Caveat, caveat. The start of every round is a 50 meter bear crawl. Okay? Mm, okay. That was the kicker. But the weight's, the weight's light, 65 pounds. Um, but I did the workout and I got to use my RX Smart Gear jump rope. And awesome. yeah, and my double unders were going pretty good. And I have the special, you know how I feel about Julie Fouché. So I don't know if you remember, but I have the special Julie Fouché rope of the RX Smart Gear. And it's well used. And I've, <laughs> as you can tell, like it started with like white handles and now they're like, you know, used. So you can see that grayish grayish. Right. But what I love about it is that I love the handles, but then I can just go and change the rope when I need to, to change it out, like with new colors. Um, or if, you know, because it's got the coating on it, if I use it uh, too many times, like I've taken it on vacation and use it on concrete, knowing like, I know this is going to happen, but I need to use it. Um, and then it's super cheap to just replace that that cable with it. But anyway, so I did that workout, used the jump rope and, um, I didn't do too bad. I mean, I think I, uh, it was, I don't know, according to beyond the whiteboard, I was in the Phoenix stage, I think. Nice. So how many reps is that? The 21, 15, 21, 18. Uh, I didn't do the math. You didn't? It was a lot. Yeah. It's a mm. lot. It really gets to suck bad. <laughs> it does towards the later end because you're like, well, it's 84. only the round. It's only the rounds of nine, six, and three. You're like, but it's there's less rest. There's less rest before the bear crawl. Yeah, mm -hmm. eighty-four reps. Yeah, that's a lot. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah, nice I job. I, I think like back when I did it, it, I was somewhat in shape, and it was. <sighs> I don't even know. Probably close to an hour. Oh. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, but anyway, it was, I mean, it was, it was good. I mean, it was, I mean, it was pretty hot and humid, but you know, anyways, it was good. I got to use, um, got to be at the gym with the, the people and, you know, celebrate on the Labor Day. How do your Achilles tendons feel now after all those box jumps and all those, well, not that um, many double unders, but. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, it's more so my hamstrings are pretty blown okay. up from the deadlifts and box jumps and bear crawls and yeah <laughs> all, so, the, all the things all the things so uh last week we kind of talked about the nutrition challenge yep i did find my math <sighs> whatever what's yeah. the totals i just want to know that's fine <laughs> uh the individual totals or the team totals fine go ahead and do a book <laughs> Uh, individual totals. Writings down. Moi, 722. Charlie, Never. 645. Amy, 610. Cat, 616. What? Hi. 
All right. So new rules for next time when we do this again, because we're doing it, we will do it again at some yep. point in time, I'm sure. Yep. Negative points for missing recordings of podcasts. Oh, that's like if, Amy going on vacation for me. Well, exactly. And Amy went on vacation and is going to drink her wine and Charlie's going to miss recording. So there you go. I'm yep. just saying, just going yep. out, just saying, yep. that should be the next rule. So I think you pretty much know that the guys had 1,367 points. It's the sleep. It's, and the that's girls what it had is. 1,226. It's mostly sleep. But you almost caught cat. Just saying. I know. Stop it. Zip it. Because I wasn't working had, out. Because I'm crushing the workouts. I, I wasn't working out. I wasn't hitting my macros. I got that water goal every day. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Water. That was easy. Yeah, we're taking yeah. that out next time. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to we have to figure out like a better point system and. Yeah, we have to refine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But we we will do it again, and we will put it out for people to join us. And we expect more participation this time yeah. from our Maybe from we'll our do it audience. like around the new year. That'd be a good time to do it, maybe. So TikTok video, we did get a few suggestions. Uh, one yeah, was Bacon that, says he wants me to redo Ice Ice Baby. I don't know. That'd be cool. But no ice. Didn't Bacon say that? Uh, I don't did. remember that one. Yeah, it was Bacon. He said that because I'm okay. the one that suggested it. And then, Which one are you uh, remembering? One said that to reenact your most embarrassing moment. Never. <laughs> I'm not and shitting then, you. Then, <laughs> You're an They said that, that Kat could use a baby Ruth or a Snickers to That's reenact That's weird. It. Whoever, whoever <laughs> suggested nope. that has issues. <laughs> All I want is singing and dancing and paying homage I, to I literally do that guys. every day. Okay. Okay. I'll do well, it in my it. jump shoes. Maybe we'll have to wait, Amy, until we get together, actually. Yep. And do it right what okay whatever what was that look for it i mean won't that... like next july no it's gonna be in november remember november okay. okay i just yeah we'll talk about that later we'll see okay so just a little catch up so we haven't had time to just catch up on how we're doing health and fitness wise yeah yeah. So let's check in with each other and lift each other up in these trying <laughs> times. That's so positive of you. You're such a positive, sensitive guy. I am. You How's are. it going, Aim? You know, today, this is a funny story, Kat. You'll like this. Today is my first day back to work, like besides going to the gym and coaching. And, and um, what happened in your neighborhood? I, that's what I was going to say. So <laughs> I haven't been to work since March. Okay. Um, last night on the eve of my first day, there was a tornado and tornado sirens. And so right over eve, our houses, <laughs> I was, oh I was in the basement and luckily, the, I mean, there was no real damage, um, with that, but it was really literally right above us. And then I literally got no sleep because sweet Murph is anxious about thunderstorms and it did thunder the whole night, the whole night. It did. It like didn't go away. And for those of you who don't know, Amy and I live, there's a park between the two of us. Yeah. And the tornado was above the park. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Holy so crap. I went to work today. Well, first I had to coach five and 6 a.m. So no sleep, coach five and 6 a.m. and my first day back to work. So I'm running a little bit on E today. So, but I'm thrilled to be back at work. So overall health and fitness though? Crushing it. Okay. I mean, I did a hero wad yesterday. I did a workout today. I did sprints and rowing. So, oh, this was a good one. It was called Ocho. Ocho. I think it's just Ocho. So it was for eight rounds. So every four minutes for 32 minutes, row 15 calories and run a 200 meter. So then you rest the remaining. I did every round, almost every round, except for one under two minutes. So it's pretty good. I was happy with that. Nutrition? Mostly really good. I did eat ice cream last night. Oh, this is something fun to share. Tomorrow, I'm going to celebrate my 20th wedding anniversary. Oh, that's right. That's why we're recording that's a day we're, early, yeah. right? Yeah. 20 years. So kind of a big deal. Did you have a big trip planned that got coronified? No. No, because it's right at the beginning of my school year, so there's never mm. anything. So, all right, Kat, how about you? How are you doing? Right. My, my dogs just walked in. They're acting real mm. sassy, so you might get to hear them. But um, working out, I'm getting back on track. I, as you know, I'm on like the one week, once a week plan. <laughs> um, I worked out twice this week. Um, my friend came over, what was it, Labor Day? What's today? Tuesday. Yeah, she came over on Labor Day. We did listen to this workout. So she likes to do cardio, right? And we also like to lift weights, but she came over and she said, listen, we're going to do like a cardio-based workout. I'm like, okay, well, you program it because I hate that kind of stuff. So she starts writing on the board, 30-minute EMOM. I'm like, oh boy. I'm like, well, at least it's an EMOM. I can do anything for a minute, right? 12-calorie bike. I'm like, well, first of all, you're pushing it right there because a couple rounds in, I ain't, I ain't making 12 calories. Oh, the duck, sorry. Um, 12 calorie bike for the first minute. Second minute, 12 calorie row. I'm like, hmm, okay, that might get a little shady after a while too. Third round, uh, third minute, 15 wall ball, easy. Fourth minute, 200 meter run. Fifth minute, rest, six rounds. Okay. So that's pushing it, it. It looks, you know, looks hard, but not impossible. So we go through and I only have one bike. So we sort of, we rotate. made it so that we ran together and we rested together, but we rotated the first three. So she started on the bike, the row, the wall balls. I did the wall balls, the bike, the row. I did, I did 12 wall balls. Cause by the time I got to 12, I was like, I'm good. Like I haven't really been working out and this is fine. This is a great workout. I get to the bike. I do like 10 calories on the bike. Cool. I get to the rower, 10 calories on the rower, feeling good. We run the 200. By the time I can hear the three, two, one go for the rest as I'm coming down the driveway. I'm like, mother. So, and we both look at each other and we're like, we cannot start again in a minute. <laughs> like, this is not happening. <laughs> so, not those decided, back to back. No way. Yeah. So, we called an audible and we said, how about we rest for four minutes? <laughs> And we'll just do four rounds of this. So it's perfect. So I just went up to the whiteboard. I changed the one to a four. We waited another three minutes. It was still awful. And by the last round, I think I did like seven wall balls. I did seven calories on the bike. 
it was all I could do to do seven calories on the rower before I ran that damn last 200. <laughs> and I was like, I'm dying. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun. So we did that. I thought it was good. The reason why I was dying is as of Saturday, I'm starting a six week keto challenge. Mm. This is primarily because I'm a nutrition coach and keto is one of the things we offer and I've never actually done it correctly. And I want to do it to like, see what it's like and to be able to coach other people through it. So I'm talking like the blood prick, the blood test every morning, kind of Mm. a thing, like checking my levels. Um, And I'm on day four and I have like the keto flu. I have it. Do you feel greasy? I feel nauseous. I feel tired. I have a headache. Um, I know it will go away in another day. Um, And I've already dropped like three pounds, three or four pounds. Like it's crazy. But um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a whirl, but I'm at a place right now performance wise that I don't really care about my performance. I'm not training for anything, nothing coming up. And so if my performance sucks, I don't really care. Um, you know, I hear that it takes a while for people to sort of get used to it if they're training and let's face it, I'm not like a serious athlete. So I don't mind if my training falls off or if it's hard for me to do workouts that normally were easy. So I'm going to do it. Nice. I'm my own little test subject. So I'm hungry right now, <laughs> but just more, more so cause I'm kind of nauseous and have a headache, but yeah, otherwise I'm great. Oh, and another quick little. My son got fired from Acme. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. What happened? So there's that. Um, he just stopped going to a <laughs> Oh, well, that usually happens. You usually because stop he had getting baseball. a paycheck. He had, he had baseball, and I told him that I had baseball. And I said, well, when they called you and asked you where you were, like, what did you tell them? He's like, I, I didn't call them back. I told them that I needed the day off because I had baseball. I'm like, communication. <laughs> well, that's a good life there. lesson. So, yeah. So, number one priority now is find a new job. Um, and when, and he doesn't get to use a reference. So it's like, he's finding a new job for the first time again. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So speaking of children and big news, um, are you having one? (laughs) Are you pregnant? Hell to the no. (laughs) Okay. Um, my daughter got news today that she's going back to campus. When? So the end of the month. Okay. Okay. Uh, September 27th, I think. Uh, so uh, we are ecstatic. <laughs> In case she's upstairs listening. Yeah, she, So she's uh, not a frequent watcher of our podcast? Uh, no. Is Sherry going to tell her? Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're pretty pumped about that and uh, just getting some quiet lives back again. As for me from the workout nutrition thing, uh, workout wise, non-existent. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I have a, well, none of you know, cause I haven't said it, but I had a pick line put into my arm and it is giving me heavy dose antibiotics. And so I'm not allowed to do anything with my upper body at all. And when I try to do stuff with my lower body, I feel like I'm gonna pass out. And that is because they found out that these IVs are giving me high blood pressure. And so now I'm on blood pressure medicine to try to get that back down into something manageable. But I have felt like a big pile of poo since I started this whole thing. Um, But the good news is for the first time in a very long time, my legs are healing. 
And uh, my right leg, they think, is actually really close to being healed. So they started a collagen um, regimen on it to get it to to heal up and close. Nice. So hopefully I'll have one of my legs back soon. And the other one is getting much better. And so they actually extended my antibiotics on the IV for two more weeks to try to get that one to close up as well. Uh, but it's really frustrating. But good news too. So it's hard to like, it's yeah, yin and yang thing going on. That's kind of tough. And you got your hairs cut. I did. Woo! <laughs> Because I was yeah, tired of Amy telling me it looks like shit. Well, <laughs> I just was trying to be, I'm trying to keep it real. Um, but my nutrition, I'm really trying hard to like, um, but honestly, I'm just not hungry right now. I can't. Oh, because yeah, you're fighting infections. Like I, I just can't eat. Like this high blood pressure has me feeling mm. like I'm having out of body experiences and my stomach is nauseous and all that stuff. Stop yawning. Sorry. I can't feel up at four. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to do it off screen. This is my story. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's great. But nutrition, I'm really, I'm working hard um, to do it, but I'm just not hungry. So I'm not eating a whole bunch. Well, as long as the food you are eating is good and quality. I would say six out of seven days. Okay. Good. Okay. That's good. Did a bunch of grilling yesterday, so I have a bunch of grilled chicken, a bunch of grilled hamburgers in the fridge just to eat. I'm kind of, I wouldn't say I'm going keto, but I'm really cutting back my carbs quite a bit mm -hmm. while I'm going through this mm -hmm. uh, because I just, I don't need them to work out because I can't work out. So yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm just That's trying probably to a good thing Anyway, you're probably like eliminating inflammation and stuff. It's probably a good idea. So good. And and you don't care about I'm your performance. Trying, I'm trying to quit dairy again. Mm, that's hard altogether uh for me it's it just cheese i can quit all the other parts of it it's i know just, i'm with you right there cheese um but like even today i i was gonna sprinkle some cheese on my salad and i said nope not gonna do it gonna <laughs> so yeah all right so we've done that and now uh there was an updated equipment list i just want to correct something we said last week we said no rower uh, but actually those are being shipped to the athletes. So there will be a rower uh, for the first part of the CrossFit games. And they're the things, and they are doing a 300 meter out and back path uh, in Iceland even. Ooh. So that should be interesting. Um, and then some things that were left off for sure were gymnastics rings, climbing ropes, kettlebells, and D-balls. So that means no muscle-ups in this round from a ring perspective. Okay. There could yeah. be bar muscle-ups. Um, so. Yeah, and I yeah. heard that um, somebody said, I forget who it was, that the judges are going to be either former games judges or seminar staff. I don't know what that means, but it could still mean games judges that were seminar staff or seminar staff that had never judged the games before. So my guess is it was going to be all seminar staff. And then they got a couple locations that they were having a difficult time finding yeah, maybe. someone to go to. Uh, Cause when we did rogue, there were like three spots they couldn't find a judge for. True. Yeah. I remember that. Look, they were looking for 
people in remote locations. Yeah. And I was like, me, me, I'll go. <laughs> I'd never get home, but I, I'd go. Yeah. yeah that would cool. be It'll so be cool fun. That would have been so much fun for you. Yeah. Okay. So the next part I want to talk about is there just were some comments made. Maybe it was on another podcast. Maybe it was made on Instagram. Maybe it was made somewhere and just something for us to kind of discuss. And the first one of those things was that Matt and Tia are unbeatable. That they are so far and away better than everybody else that they are clear cut the favorite because they are unbeatable. I had a little reaction to that. So, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it'd be different if there was, they were sweeping the games events, right? If someone sweeps the games events, then I think they deserve the title of unbeatable. But until that happens, I don't think, I don't think so. I think this year it's going to be tough to say that. First of all, Matt almost got beat last year. Right. It was really close. So for yes, them to say like, but, but the way they did the cutoffs early on was different than the other, like he was with some competitors the prior two years that were, I don't know. I don't know. So look at this year's games. Okay. You're going to have a top five. However they do the points. Okay. okay. You're not going to, if you have a bad event, it's going to be tough to make up ground which right. is what if happened last year. If they didn't ha- if they didn't make that double ringer workout two separate workouts, do you know what I mean? Points wise, things could have changed. And you know, the conspiracy theorist in me still says that they it wasn't supposed to be two workouts, but they changed it. <laughs> so that you know, who knows? Like yeah, it was very close. Now, I think Tia is more unbeatable than Matt. I mean, nobody came close to Tia the last couple of years. Like hundreds of points difference um and she's so young like yeah but anything can happen on any given day but Kara wasn't there last year true and the year prior it was very close yeah yeah that would be a cool matchup Mm mm-hmm So I just wanted to get your reaction to that. Um, The other thing is this being an online competition favors Kara Saunders and Roman Krennikov the most. I think that's an easy way to look at it because of travel restrictions. But I think from an athlete perspective, I think you have to dig a little deeper into like who is good at online competitions on the open. Right. Jeff Adler. Jeff Adler's a great example. Leptris Theophanides. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> he did really well in the open. I don't know if you saw. But Roman like did Pat, too. And Pat Vellner yeah. won it. Yeah. Carrie Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think there, and Sarah Sigmund's daughter has won the open the last two years. So online competitions, I think there's a different way to look at it than just travel restrictions. When that statement was made, I just, I think it was an easy way out. How did Sarah place at the Rogue? It was toward the top. Okay. I don't know the exact placement. Okay. The year prior, she took second, right? Yes. Okay. That's when she had a coach. 
Did you see our friend Michael Andrex comments? He says we're crazy if we don't pick Sarah in the top five. That's yeah, that's think... later in my agenda. You're so good at like just spoiling my agenda. Hey, I'm just going off the cuff. Uh, and then did you see that Christy O'Connell got drug tested on Labor Day? I did. I did see that. And then I just saw today before we went on, went on air that Brooke Haas got drug tested today. Interesting. Yeah. They're out. So, yeah. <laughs> the drug testers are out. They are. Yeah. So I, I actually talked to both of them. Yeah. Uh, Christy was like, I'm like, that really sucks that on Labor Day you get drug tested. And she goes, yeah, kind of, but at least I know they're testing. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So she was excited that she, to know that the testers were out. Yeah. So I thought that's that was important. kind of a, a cool thing for her to say. And uh, I feel awful about leaving her off my top five. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the response of someone who's not cheating. <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Right. Love it. Good stuff. All right. So I just want to recap a couple of our questions from last week and give a couple shout outs to our listeners. And so Amy, as Amy already mentioned, uh, two of our loyal listeners said that people were crazy to leave Sarah off the top five. And that would be Michael and Bacon both made that statement uh, in the comments. I, I'm, I still feel confident in, in my response. Same. I hope I'm hope As I mean I wouldn't be disappointed if I'm proving wrong. And then I uh, just a couple of shout outs of some different rap songs. Uh, Mike Lewis said Ice Cube today was a good day. That is a good song. And Corey Dedizio said that Jay-Z dirt off your shoulder. Corey, Corey is a local to my area CrossFit athlete. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we had a conversation about that, and I just wanted to give her a shout out for, for picking That's that. Awesome. And um, and then my mom picked Hammer Time. I, I had to tell her that it was really can't touch this. I was going to say, I don't but, think that's the name of the song. But since she is in her mid-70s, I'll, gi I'll give her Hammer Time Wait. for a rap song. I'm not kidding. My dad, who's in his 70s, do you know who he loves? Eminem. Loves him. He will, like, pick the kids up in the Tesla, and he's jamming to Eminem in the car. And he does CrossFit, right? He does. Um, not, Ish. not recently. <laughs> okay. not, not since quarantine, but yeah. Yeah. Well, before then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Kat, you want to take away this, uh, this week's questions? Yeah, so questions of the week. So number one, what is your go-to Chinese takeout meal? So are we talking Chinese or just Asian food in general? Chinese food. Okay. Where you get a fortune cookie when you order. Um, okay. Thai restaurants also give you one. Yeah. That's, that'll count then. You need, to, you need to get a fortune cookie. Okay. Amy, you go. All right. My favorite is, well, first of all, my very first job, I worked at a Thai restaurant as a hostess. And so it was owned by a, um, a family and it was a good friend that I went to high school with. And so I worked there and it was, I got amazing food all the time. But so my favorite dish is um, shrimp coconut 
curry. So it's like red curry with some coconut milk in it and vegetables and shrimp um, on white steamed rice. That's mine. Love it. Scott, what do you got? Uh, if we're allowed Thai, uh, I will go chicken pad Thai. Nice. With a little squeeze of lime over the top. That'd be my second, except with shrimp. <laughs> Shrimp, I am deathly allergic to, so yeah. I will pass on that one oh, and just go with the stinks. chicken. Sorry for you. Well, mine is an actual Chinese restaurant. Like, I'm talking the one where the menu is like 11. Yeah. It gets so overwhelming. <laughs> and they fold it up and staple it to your paper bag. Um, and you can't understand anyone that you give your order to. And you just hope that they get your name right because, you know, it's just there's a language barrier thing happening there. Um, Hunan beef, simple, super spicy. It was my Mamam Chevelli's favorite. And uh, I order it and think of her all the time. So Hunan beef. And I hate fortune cookies. I can't eat them. I don't like them. Asian food is probably my favorite. Um, and there's a there's an Asian place but like near Amy and I. Saigon. Saigon. Oh. It's the but best. It, but it serves like all kinds of Asian. So it does, it does Chinese, yeah. Thai. Japanese. Got it. So yeah, the that's place, why the place in Hokkesson is called the Crownery, and it is specifically Chinese. Like you get poo poo platters there, and all that stuff. Um, it's the best. Yeah. When you come to visit us in Columbus, we'll go to Saigon. Mm. Okay. Oh, do good. you guys eat? This is an important question related to this. Do you eat your um, food with a fork, or do you use chopsticks? I use a fork for my Chinese food. I use chopsticks for sushi and that's it. Same. I use, cause I'm not very good at it. I use chopsticks. Yeah, I wouldn't, it would be very frustrating for me to do that. I would have to just pick up the bowl and pour it in my mouth. So. I tried to eat ramen with chopsticks one time and it was a disaster. That's yeah, like, no like pho? Uh, it's like pho, like, but different. Okay. It's a soupy type thing, but. Okay. You don't know what ramen is? Um, I know what the ramen noodles are that I buy. Same that thing. Are, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. A little like, better tasting. You have teenagers, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know what ramen is. It's like a staple at our house. It's oh, cheap. You can, you can live a lot of days on some ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> really? College staple. All right. So second question we're talking about, um, I thought about this because it's back to school week for most people. Oh. Amy mentioned that my kids are back today too. Um, who was your favorite school teacher and why? And we'll start with Scott. Amy Radowski. <laughs> uh, so mine uh, was my high school IT teacher, uh, Mr. Weisenflu. Uh, he was the coolest nerd in the school. Like he, he would wear mismatching shoes, ties that didn't match his shirt, uh, was bald, total nerd total like but just he was probably just a stoner uh he wasn't i i wish i could say he was mm. he just was that kind of he was so smart he didn't have common sense okay um and he just was like the most inspiring encouraging and fun teacher i ever had nice do you know what he's doing now is he still teaching he's not no. He was doing some adjunct professor work uh, at a local college when I last saw him. 
Okay. But I actually think he passed away. Oh, okay. Amy. This is really hard for me because I just, I couldn't really decide. And then, but I kept falling back on elementary school. Like I just couldn't let elementary school go. Um, and so I'm going to choose my second grade teacher, Mrs. Pam Johnson. And I, th I think the reason why I'm picking her is because I think it felt the most um, like my mom, like that I felt um, comforted because that was also the year I remember being in the classroom when the Challenger exploded and we were listening to it in the school. And I think that was, you know, like a traumatic um, event. And then having somebody that felt very calming, like my mom during that was was probably what I think is leading to my, you know, thinking of her as being my favorite. That's really cool. Do you guys remember like all your teachers? Yes. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. It's interesting. I like mm -hmm. that story. I, I too was at school watching when the Challenger exploded. Yeah. I don't remember it being super traumatic for me necessarily, but you know, I remember us being in the cafeteria and watching that. That's yeah. crazy. Well, so in cat Amy twin fashion, my favorite school teacher is my second grade teacher. Miss yes. <laughs> Nicoletti was her name. She became Mrs. Buono like the year after she was our, she was, it was her first year, our class second grade was her first year teaching, mm -hmm. right? So we were like her inaugural class. Um, we had a bunny named Bebop in our classroom. We had a snake named Slick in our classroom. She shared with us all of the details of her upcoming nuptials with, you know, it was just like, she was the coolest. And I've actually been back to visit her within the last few years, a classmate of mine, this, this kid Mark that I'm friends with, we went back to our school and visited her second grade classroom. And she like completely remembered us and knew exactly like details about, you know, us from second grade. She is, she was the best. Love it. So it's easy to come up with these questions when you, when you already have good answers, you know? <laughs> yeah. So thanks for letting me do that. But yeah. So right after you sent week. me the two questions, I came up with another one. So I did write it down for next week. Oh, perfect. Wow. Okay. L lightning is going off. Well, we started early and it was, you know, we had some daylight and it was going away. So it's like, I asked Natalie to turn my light Put on. Your ring light on? <laughs> <laughs> well, so cool. We, so we are going to, again, put those questions out, get your answers, and we'll, hey, we'll give you a couple of you a shout out on the show next week as we kind of recap everything and go through that. Um, so next week's guest, usually Amy asks this question like eight agenda items ago, but. Right. I, so I was, you want, Amy, you want to tell people who our guest is next week? Saxon Panchik coming back. Yep. Talking about his it was, training it was, for the games. I feel like we should call it, you know how on, um, James Corden, he does like drive, pool, drive, pool, karaoke, it, you know, Saxon was in <laughs> carpool, karaoke, car karaoke. what did I say? Drive pool. Drive pool. <laughs> Told you I've been up for a long time. It's a long day. Yeah. Saxon was in his car. It reminded me yeah. of like Charlie when I interviewed Charlie in his car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and for those of you who don't remember, Saxon was our first ever CrossFit celebrity guest on the podcast. And I've known I've known Saxon a long time, and he's been very reserved in his answers whenever we've asked him things. Um, he is maturing into a man who isn't afraid to say a few things, 
and yeah, really cool. made my jaw drop to the floor on a couple of his answers. So you will have to check that out on Monday because there, there's a couple that'll, he makes excellent points. Yes, he does. Um, and because I just was really, up. I was actually really proud of him that he, he made those stands and that he's not just going to sit back and go with the flow. So um, I consider him a friend and I'm really excited he's back on and I'm excited for you guys to hear uh, where he's going in his career. So awesome. Cool. So this is the normal time where we do best thing from the internet. Every however, time I get panicked. Oh, what? However, before you say that, I have to, I have to be bad. I have to go. Okay. Cause it's eight o'clock. Yeah. You have to coach. I have, I have a client. So you guys continue the conversation. I know exactly what we're going to talk about. I don't have much to say, but it was really funny and awesome. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Have a good night, Kat. Bye. What? So. What? You didn't respond to the text. Yeah, because I've been at work. So I'm, I'm hoping that you saw this. Oh, gosh, I didn't. So we were in agreement that the best thing from the internet was... All in part three. Oh, I with Brent Fitkowski, Patrick Vellner, and Emily Rolf. So I haven't seen it. So let I me will. say this is my favorite thing from the internet now. Okay. It was cats as well. Okay. Um, okay. and then if you have something from the internet that you'd like to share after this, go for it. My it won't even compare to yours. So if you have in years past. Yeah. Two years ago, Brent Fikowski did an all-in documentary. Yeah. Very kind of funny, very kind of, uh, I think he impersonated between two bushes or between two shrubs or whatever, ferns, between yeah. two ferns. Um, very funny. And then last year, Patrick Vellner did all-in two, where it was just him, kind of his uh, lead up to the games. So this year they do all-in three, and it actually takes a turn. It's about all three of them, the nice. Canadians yeah. trying to make the games. And they do it in a way that um, COVID hits, everything's disrupted. The CrossFit world blows up with Glassman, how they all kind of react to it in a funny way. And a lot of it is a tribute to 80s movies. Okay. So there's a part where Patrick, Patrick Vellner is upset and he's, he's at a bar. And if you remember in All In 2, his niece would sing the song, Patrick is strong, Uncle Pat is strong. And so there's actually a guy with a guitar singing it and he's drinking. And the niece goes, that's not how it goes. And then they kick Pat out of the out of the bar, and he runs into the woods and does the flash dance, dances in the woods. It is so. And then from there to part, the there's three episodes. In the third episode, there's he and Brent are frolicking in the river in Canada, and they're like, "What's wrong with big men frolicking in wigs? They have wigs on." And they're like splashing each other in the room. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go, when we get off of here, I'm going to go watch it. <laughs> it is 
the best thing on the internet this year. Okay. I will. I, I believe you. I trust you. So I'm going to go ahead and say that too. All right. Well, since we lost Kat and it's just Amy and I, and Amy is half of herself at this point, uh, we will uh, go ahead and close it out if I didn't shut my screen. So if you like what you heard, tell your friends and share. Uh, Show us by hitting that like button and leaving a comment. We love the comments. We love interacting with you. You might get a shout out next week as we kind of go over the answers that we see and uh, hit that notifier. So you're always aware that this is coming out and we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale fitness and friends. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale fitness and friends podcast. Remember you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.